Hello and welcome to the Heart of England Speakers Club podcast. My name is Pierre and I'm your host. Please join us online to our Toastmasters meeting the first and third Tuesday of the month at 7.30. For all the details, please visit our website at heartspeakers.org.uk. Today we have a special treat for you. We're going to take you behind the curtain inside one of our meetings. So what you're going to see, you're going to see our Toastmasters for the night, who was Deb. Deb was introducing Abby, Abby who most of you already know, and Abby was giving a speech, and that speech will be evaluated by yours truly. It's not a, just a regular speech. Tonight, or today, depending on whenever you listen, today Abby is giving us tips on how to give better speeches, and that speech will last about 15 minutes, followed by my about 5-minute evaluation of that speech. Hopefully, you'll find this educational, very instructive and inspirational, and hopefully you'll come and join us live at one of our events. Again, heartspeakers.org.uk for all the details. And without further ado, let's listen to Abby. So, introducing Pierre, who is going to evaluate the wonderful Abby, that I still think did better than she thinks. Thank you. Thank you, Madame Toastmaster. Uh, fellow Toastmasters, most welcome guests. Tonight, it is my privilege to evaluate our current speech champion on her educational. The goal of her educational is to make the content clear and to make sense, especially about the learning experience. She also wants me to keep, she's a, she said she was also a little paranoid about time, so we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Tonight's speech on her educational entitled, Prepare to Deliver. Here's Abby. For an athlete to show up at their best, they don't just practice the physical part of their sport. There are many other components that an athlete does in order to show up at their peak performance. And it's the same in Toastmasters. Yes, it is important to practice those speeches and those roles, but there are many other components to consider and do in order to show up at our best. A significant part of our speech is the energy that we bring forward onto the stage or onto the camera. Yes, I am talking about the F word. Feelings, feelings, how we feel. Feelings are an imperative part of how we deliver a speech and how we connect with the audience. So Madame Toastmasters, fellow Toastmasters, welcome guests. How many of you here would like to consistently show up at the best of your ability for your speeches and your roles? Raise your hand. How many of you here would like to do that? Of course we all do. And how many of you here would like to learn a few things to help with doing that? Raise your hand. Of course we all do. So are you ready for it? Are you ready to receive this information? Can I get a thumbs up? Are we ready? Awesome, I've got your permission now. So I encourage you to have a pen and paper at hand. Whatever resonates with you, whatever you feel called to, write it down. Let's get going. My next question. What is the one thing that 
everyone is chasing for in life? It's a big question, I know. Run through some answers in your head. What is the one thing that everyone is chasing for in life? The one thing that everyone is chasing for in life is to feel good. Boom. I know I am a genius. You may have had a breakthrough, but it really is that simple. We are in some way, shape or form, day by day, we just want to feel good. Our feelings are our point of attraction. They are very, very, very powerful. When we feel good, we're more intuitive. We perform better. We are funnier. We've got more wisdom. We're healthier. We're basically more awesome, let's be honest. So when we feel good on stage, that is where we're in flow, we're authentic, we connect with the audience, and we are just fantastic. So this educational is going to provide you some information about how to feel good when you're doing your speech. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. I'm going to provide you with three things that have personally worked for me in the past, and I hope they will work uh, help you out too. So my first tip is recalibrate recalibrate when you wake up in the morning and you switch on the computer you open up your google and you open up a few more tabs and then you have a zoom conference and you do a video and you go on facebook and you do a few extra things and by the middle of the day your computer is feeling a bit sluggish it's freezing a little bit the fans going up it's just not working very well and it's slowing down so what do you do you switch it on and off again. Of course, you switch it on and off, you wipe it clean and ta-da, it starts working really well. And it's the same with us. We need to recalibrate daily, hourly, even half an hour by hour, depending on how stressful our day is. But we need to recalibrate often. We need to do this when we go into our meetings, when we go into our speeches, our presentations, whatever it may be. So we need to recalibrate the body. Use your body. So here are some suggestions you can recalibrate. First suggestion, breathe. Your breath is a magnificent tool, use it. A really simple breathing technique is diaphragmatic breathing or belly breathing. Deep breath in through your nose, in and, and ex extend the belly out and then exhale and then lower the belly in. So you really, your belly's just going out and in as you take deep breaths in and out. Nice and simple. Do that for a couple of minutes in the car, in the toilet, just before you go onto Zoom, or even during a meeting, just before you have a speech. You will, I guarantee you, you will feel like a different person. And this is one way to recalibrate or re center your energy. There are tons of breathing techniques out there. If you want me to unpack it a bit more, please message me after the educational. Second technique or second suggestion is move your body, move your physiology. Your body is a beautiful thing. We sat down on our asses for most of the day at the moment. It's very good to move the body. So stand up, Take a walk outside, go uh, do a few stretches, do a bit of yoga, jump up and down, do a bit of a boogie. But just for a minute or two, I guarantee you, 
your energy will come back into alignment and you feel more centered. Nature, we all know it, nature is very intelligent, really useful resource, go out, walk in nature, have lots of plants around you. It's a really, really, really nice way to elevate your emotions. Music, music's a really nice tool to recalibrate your system. Listen to classical music, listen to jazz, listen to pop music, whatever you, whatever resonates with you, whatever elevates your emotions, go listen to it. Go onto YouTube. It's a really easy resource to access. You can use it just before you go into a meeting to motivate you, whatever floats your boat. But music's a really simple tool to recalibrate. Meditation, an obvious one. Five minutes, two five-minute meditation in the car, on the toilet, wherever it is, a walking meditation. It really, the idea of it is just to get back home to your heart, to make your body more coherent and uh, working flow so that you flow and everything around you flows. If you want me to unpack meditation a bit more, because I love meditation, again, please message me afterwards. I don't have as much time to do that right now. And my last suggestion to recalibrate is have a shower. A shower is a brilliant way to pattern interrupt. The water is very grounding. It will take away any icky feelings or any energy that you might not want on yourself. And also a nice, nice shower is quite meditative. So you might end up going in a bit of a meditative mood. You might have some cool ideas that go into your head. And you know what? It just feels good to have a shower, to have one. It's a really easy way to recalibrate your system. So I hope that makes sense to you. There are tons of techniques out there to recalibrate your body and your emotions. But they're just some of my suggestions. Again, if you want me to unpack them a little bit further, then message me after the educational. My second technique or second tip is mindset. Of course, mindset. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our thoughts create our feelings. Pretty simple. Now, again, this is a whole massive field I can delve into, but I'm going to suggest one thing in, in, in this educational. Now, recently, if you haven't noticed, I was in a contest and I don't like contests. I don't like competitions. I just don't like being competitive. It's just not in my DNA. So the contest was a bit daunting for me. I could have freaked out. I could have had anxiety attacks. I could have had all, no God knows what, really. <laughs> I could have focused on myself. How other people are going to think of me? What if I do this? What if I make that mistake? Oh, I'm going to look stupid. Blah, 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 blah. All about me, 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 me. But how about less about me and more about we? Service mindset. When I went into the contest, I had a service mindset. I shifted my focus from myself onto others. When we shift our focus onto others, we have this intrinsic courage. We have this ignited motivation and fire inside of us, this inspiration. We just gotta do it. Even if we do make all the mistakes in the world, we've got to do it. Make it about others. Who are you serving? For me personally, and my message in my contest speech, I had a very, very strong message. I was trying to communicate with my audience. I really wanted them to receive it 
and to make a difference in their lives. And that was my intention for each time. And I did that speech four times. I didn't want to get complacent. And it really, I really made it about service. And when I went into it like that and I showed up like that, that's where the magic happens. So service mindset. And my third tip is mental rehearsal or visualization. How are you mentally rehearsing for your speeches or your roles or your presentations? What are you projecting in the future? How are you feeling? Feelings are the key component to mental rehearsal. It's all very nice to have pictures in your head, but if you're not resonating with a feeling, then mm, you've lost the magic and you're not gonna create the, uh, the, the results that you desire. So let me unpack that. Mental rehearsal has two components. We've got internal and external. Internal is when you're looking through your own eyes. External is when you're looking upon yourself. So let's have a go. I invite you all to slowly close your eyes and imagine your favorite piece of food right now. And I want you to look upon yourself externally and take a big bite of that favorite piece of food as you're looking upon yourself externally. And as you're doing that, I want you just to check in on your emotions you're feeling right now in your body and the intensity of those emotions. I now want you to look through your own eyes. So go into your body and look through your own eyes. Take another big bite of that favorite piece of food. So going into your mouth, and you're tasting all the flavors, the crunchiness, the textures, the smells. And I want you just to check in to the feelings that you're feeling right now in your body and the intensity of the feelings. And when you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes and come back into the room. So I hope you've noticed there may have been a bit of a difference with the intensities of your feelings. When you're externally looking upon yourself, the feelings aren't as intense as when you're looking through your own eyes. When you're looking through your own eyes internally, you are ignited, your biochemistry, your resonance ignites with these emotions. And the idea of mental rehearsal is that you rehearse these emotions as though you've already done it. So what, what emotions do you want to feel like? Empowering emotions. You want to probably feel good, having fun, authentic. You want to, the, 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 maybe the audience to laugh with you. You're smiling, you're confident. The feelings you desire to feel as you're delivering your speech, your presentation or your role, that is the magic. Lock into those feelings and you're preparing your subconscious as though you've already done it. And so when you go into those, into that role or into the speech, it's already very familiar. And also you're sort of manipulating your future as you're doing your visualization. It's quite nifty and it's quite magical. So try it out. In summary, this has been very quick educational. <laughs> There's so much more to unpack, but let's just quickly review those three points. We've got recalibrate, use the body to recalibrate your emotions. Mindset, service mindset, more about others, who are you serving? And mental rehearsal, 
lock into those key feeling emotions as you're delivering that speech or role. I would love to know your feedback after the educational, after the meeting, because this is a new thing that I've done. Love to know if it's been useful for you. And if you want me to delve deeper into anything, please, again, I invite you to, to message me. Over to you, Madam Toastmaster. Our final evaluator is Pierre, evaluating Abby. So over to you, Pierre. Thank you, Madam Toastmaster. Fellow Toastmasters, most welcome guests. There was no doubt that Abby would deliver a scintillating speech tonight, and she surely did that. I'm going to use the classical format, so I'm going to talk about structure, content, and delivery. She opened really strongly, not only related to one, but actually three questions. And she really did flatter us, comparing us to athletes, sort of. But she grabbed us in, she challenged us, she questioned us. So right off the bat, she got our attention. On structure, she did ask, what's the one thing that we all chase in life? And it's a current theme that goes through all our speakers tonight. The great Maya Angelou, how does, it, how does a speaker make you feel? The feelings is the points of attraction. She used these feelings, and then she signposted that she was going to talk about three things, the famous rule of three, recalibrate, mindset, and mental rehearsal. Her content was really rich when she talked about recalibrating. She had one, two, three, four, five, six, eight tips that she could give to you to recalibrate your own body. I really like the PC metaphor. We all log into our computers every day. We all load them up with tabs, especially my computer. And you just, at some point, everything just comes to a grinding halt. And yes, you need to recalibrate. She had a really good use of images and metaphors to get us connected to her speech. And her mindset, she said, thoughts create feelings. And those feelings are important when you want to deliver a speech. It's not really about you, it's about how you connect to your audience, how you make them feel. And then she talked about the mental rehearsal, visualization. I thought I was straight out of the movie Inception. You're inside of a dream of a dream of a dream. So you're outside of yourself, looking at yourself. And I was like, oh, that's kind of trippy. But I see what she was trying to say. Visualize. How do you see yourself? How do you project yourself? So all these are really rich content. Her content was so rich, you could totally get the feeling that she did not say everything that she wanted to say in those 15 minutes. She said, after each recalibration, mindset, and rehearsal, she said, I can go into details more if you talk to me or message me or email me. And I thought that was really good. It's like a nice quote-unquote sales pitch. She can tell you more. She can give you more. It's really effective. On delivery, I don't know if any of you watched the podcast, but Abby never loses contact with the camera. She's just laser focused on that camera. She knows where it is. She knows where her hands are. That's from her teaching online background. And you could totally tell that she has your audience captivated. That was really good. She knows what a camera is. So her gestures are always in focus. She has a good tempo. 
when she asked a question, she did the dramatic pause. She had a voice intonation. Are you ready? And my favorite was that probably the use of the props. That was really cool. Really cute prop, but I just have a bubble in this. When she summarized, she recapped the whole speech. You know, I talked about A, B, and C. And then to keep you engaged, she asked for your feedback. And she said, if you have questions, by all means, talk to me, question me, send me messages. Overall, she said, I'm going to say A, B, C. She talked about A, B, C. And when she closed, I talked about A, B, C. It might sound simple, but it's really, really effective. The only one, I only have one recommendation for Abby. When she did her visualization exercise, as I said, I thought it was really powerful. She said, close your eyes, visualize yourself eating. And that was really good. I thought she could have done the same thing for the two others to recalibrate the mindset. Maybe a quick meditation exercise. Close your eyes, breathe to get you into her speech even more. And on the second, on the second one, thoughts and feelings, you know, she could have said, think about something and how does that make you feel? And then again, it brings you inside the speech. So as the mental rehearsal exercise was great, I thought she could have done the same things for the other two. Otherwise, I'll repeat, it was a scintillating performance from my speech champion. And I hand it over to you, Madam Toastmaster. And this concludes our podcast. Hopefully you found this educational podcast very helpful. And once again, I hope you will come and meet us live during one of our online events, the first and third Tuesday of the month. For all details, come to heartspeakers.org.uk. Once again, my name is Pierre. Hope to talk to you soon. Catch you later.